For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another episode of Manifest with Tori D. Simone. My name is Tori D. Simone, and I'm your host of this podcast, Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I'm Tori D. Simone. Your I could like go on that like loop forever. Wouldn't that be interesting? Anyway, hello everybody. Happy Monday. I hope you are having the best week of your lives. I hope you're having the best Monday of your life because guess what? You deserve to have the best day of your life today and every other day to follow. Um. Oh my God, someone is calling me right in the middle of my podcast. Decline, goodbye, rude. Anyway, um, hello, how are we doing today? I went for a run this morning, which I want to talk about, and I have a iced latte next to me. I'm still drinking the iced latte from my last episode that I talked about, and I have the ice from my ice machine in my latte. And the espresso from my latte machine. My life has just significantly gotten so much better since I got that ice machine. I'm not going to talk about it again for another five minutes, but I just like, if this isn't sponsored, it'd be great if it was from the ice machine, but it's not, but it's just so good. I really do love it. So anyway, yeah, that's the ice machine. Um, so I'm drinking a latte, feeling good. I had some breakfast before I started recording, feeling good about that. Yeah, I'm just feeling really good. And honestly, I want to attribute it to runs. And I want to talk about that for a second before we get into today's topic. So I watched this YouTube video. I guess I should find out who the video was. Let me pull it up really quick. History. I watch so much YouTube without even realizing it. Like I click on a video and then I watch it until the first ad and then I just get off of it. Um, oh my God, I have so much how to roll a burrito in my YouTube history because I'm really, really into burritos right now. Like I genuinely cannot get enough. And my mom is so cute. Um, and my mom meal prepped me burritos. Uh, so what I mean is like she meal prepped like the fixings, so like the rice, the beans, the corn, literally my Chipotle order. She meal prepped it at home. I was like, here, take it. You just have to like get the burrito wraps. So my YouTube thing is like how to roll a burrito, wrap a burrito. I don't know. Roll wrap. I don't know. Um, I'm getting better every day. Today's Thursday and I started doing it on Monday. So today will be day four of me wrapping a burrito, which is awesome. Um, it's so good. It's so good. Anyway, so I watched this video by, uh, I'm going to say his name wrong, Goron Win. Winblad, Joron, I don't know. 
Um, but the title is I ran every day for a year, a year of running comma what happened by G O with the two dots over the O R A N space W I N B L A D. Yeah. The video was super inspiring because, um, I watched it on Sunday and then I was like, okay, I'm going to do this too. It was really inspiring because he was so happy. Like he was just such a happy go lucky guy and just really like full of life. And I was like, I, I like him a lot. And I saw one other person do a video like this one time, but then I like found out that he was like this Olympian runner and I was like, okay. And then I wrote it off because he was an Olympian runner, not really connecting the dots that like maybe he got to be an Olympian runner because he runs all the time. I don't know. I just wrote it off. But then I saw him post this video, Goron, Joron. I'm really sorry. I don't know how to say his name. Um, I saw him post this video and he was like, it's just so kind, like such a sweet soul. Like I just honestly wanted to give him a hug, like very, very kind. And I was like, you know what? I want to do that because I actually, believe it or not, used to be a runner when I was in middle school. I ran cross country in seventh and eighth grade. Seventh grade, I was killing it, like absolutely killing it. Like I would come in, I'd place in the races or I guess in the meets. I don't know what they'd be called. Um, the meets, I guess. We would place... I would place and they would like announce it on the um, morning announcements the next day, like third place, Tori D. Simone in the meet. And I was like, whoa. And then people around school would be like, like, awesome job. And I'm like, thanks. Is this what it feels like to be an athlete? Cause like I just played softball for fun. Like I was never like an athlete. Um, but yeah, that would happen in school. And I was like, this is awesome. And then um, the year before I joined the cross country team, when I was in sixth grade, I ran Broad Street with my mom. I was 12 years old and that is a race in Philadelphia. It's a 10 mile race. And I ran that when I was 12 with my mom. Fun fact, actually really, really bad fact. I'm just kidding. But fun fact, it actually is a sad fact too. Um, I had a fever the whole time I ran and like neither my mom or I knew it. Like I woke up the morning of the race and mind you, this is a 10 mile race. So I started, the race was in May and I started training in like maybe January or February because I bought these running shoes and my mom and I had a talk in the car. I'll like never forget it. We had this talk in the car and she was really into running at the time. She was like, you know, you can run like you can run 5Ks and you can run these fun races and maybe Broad Street would be really good for you because that's a 10 mile race. You could definitely do that. We could train together. And as soon as we got out of the car, we were like, yeah. And we signed up. Um, now Broad Street's like a much larger run. Um, I mean, it was really big the year I did it too, but now there's like a lottery. So the year that I ran it, um, there wasn't a lottery to get in. So I could just like get out of the car and sign up for the race, whatever. So we signed up for the race and then we trained for months and months. And it, I, it was a really cool experience. I think about it a lot because I would be, uh, let's see, I was 11 when I started training and then I turned 12 in April and then the race was in May. Um, so like I was going on like six mile runs every like Sunday it was like my long run. So I'd be going on like six, seven, eight mile runs. And I remember after one Sunday, maybe in like April, um, it was a six mile run. It was super, super nice out. So after the run, I went over to my friend Thomas's house. He was my neighbor and we were playing like basketball on his driveway. And I was like, I ran six miles today. And he was like, wow. And I was like, that is impressive, Thomas. Um, so it was just really cool to train for that. I remember after my nine mile run, which was two, I think it was two weeks before the race. And then it was six miles the week before the race. So I think it was nine miles. Um, or maybe it was eight, one of the two. I think it was nine though. It was nine miles, two weeks before the race. I ran the nine miles on a Sunday and then I was in bed for the rest of the day. Like that took it out of me. Like running that nine miles, I was completely exhausted, totally in bed. So my mom and I both knew that like when I ran this 10 mile, 10 miler, that I would probably just be exhausted and just like be in bed after the whole race. Um, so then the morning of the race, I woke up and I was you know, like, mom, I don't really feel well. Like, I'm, I, I don't know. Like, I, I honestly forget. I think I was like my stomach and she was like, you're nervous. You're nervous. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I got there. It was so hot that day. Oh my God. It was unbelievably hot. Um, it was so hot. In fact, that they were setting off the, throughout the whole course of the race, 
they had the fire hydrants running the whole time. So it was constantly spraying water. Um, and that was really fun because my mom and I would like weave in and out of like the road so that we could like hit the water fountains and like get soaked in the cold water. It felt so good. Um, and then we crossed the finish line and I was so proud of myself. And then I went to bed for literally the rest of the day. I just like hung out and then I woke up the next morning and I was so excited to go to school because the race was on a Sunday and you know, like the week on the Friday before I ran the race, um, at the end of the day at my Uh, middle school, they had like end of day announcements and stuff. And in the announcements, they were like, "Uh, we want to send a big congratulations to Tori DeSimone and Mr. Bean's class who's running the Broad Street run on Sunday. It's a 10 mile race, like good luck. And I was like, oh my God. So the whole school knew that I was like running. And I was so excited to go to school on Monday because everyone knew that I was doing this race. And it was like, and you know, I didn't have like Facebook or Instagram like that. I didn't have that yet. So no one could have like messaged me unless they had my number. Um, And like not many people had my number because I just got a phone in fifth grade and this was in sixth grade. So whatever. Anyway, I was so excited to go to school. So I woke up on Monday and I'm like, yeah, like whatever. And I could not get out of bed. I was like, mom, I don't feel well. She took my temperature. I had a fever. And she's like, oh my God, like you had a fever yesterday too. And I was like, oh my God. So thank God that we didn't take my temperature on like the day that I actually ran the race because I mean, that puts my mom in such a tough spot. Like, do I let her run? Do I not? So I'm really glad that we didn't know um, because I'm really glad that I ran that race. But anyway, that was a super long story, but let me finish it actually. So Um, we, you know, I stayed home from school that Monday. I was so sad, so sad to stay home from school because I wanted to go in and I was going to wear my t-shirt that I got that said like broad street run. I was so excited. Um, and I wanted like, and I had my crush. Oh my God, my crush. He was in my class that year. So it was a really big deal. And like, I knew that he would be like, Hey, like great job. So I really wanted to go to school. But I didn't go to school on that Monday. Um, Whatever. I woke up the next day on Tuesday. I felt totally fine, like a spring chicken. So I was like, I'm going to school. So I put on my Broad Street shirt. It's so cute of me. I'm so cute. I love my little sixth grade self. I just want to give myself a hug. And I went to school. And I'm not kidding. I walked in. And I like when I was on the bus, I was like, okay, this is actually good because like, this is like very dramatic of me to show up like a day fashionably late after my race. Like that's so cool of me. So I walked into my classroom having this mentality of like, it's actually cool and like dramatic that I didn't go to school yesterday. Um, Walked into my classroom and I'm literally not kidding. My whole class like applauded me when I walked in. I was like, this is so great. And my crush like walked over to me, like literally straight out of a movie, gave me a high five. He goes, yeah, Broad Street. And I was like, yeah, and I gave him a high five. Oh my God, it was the best day of my life. And then that's it. No one else talked about it ever again. But I was giddy. It was literally the best. And, um, I think about it clearly all the time. So it was just amazing. So incredible. So anyway, what I'm getting at is that I used to run. Okay. I used to run a lot. And then after that broad street run, that's when I started doing cross country seventh grade, I was killing it. I was, you know, placing in all the meets. And then I guess I hit puberty uh, in between like seventh grade and eighth grade. And then I ran it again in eighth grade. And then I was placing last, like, I don't like something horrible happened and I don't know what, um, I literally just was like, I could not run as fast. My, I always, I didn't want to do it anymore. I made up all these excuses like my knee hurts, blah, blah, blah. Like my knee didn't ever hurt, but I was like, oh, my knee hurts. And my coach was always so like, Tori, like what, like what, why aren't you running? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't like it, I guess. So I actually stopped running and um, that was like the last time. And then, you know, Lindsay and I in like May, March, May, I don't know, we were bored during the pandemic. We we're like, let's run a marathon. Oh uh, yeah, that didn't ever happen. So here we are now with my current running. So I saw that video by Goron. And I was like, you know what? I want to run every single day. And then I thought of a goal. And I was like, my goal is that I want to be able to run in a sports bra and spandex and love how I look and just be so confident. And um, while that might sound like uh, superficial. It's, it's helped me get out the door every single day. That's what I think about. So today's day four, I started it on Monday 
and uh, I've done four out of four days. So I am doing great so far. I'm very proud of myself. Um, I'm not running far. I'm running like a mile to a mile and a half. But you know what? Uh, it's it's something and it gets me out the door and it's a run. And that's my goal is to run every single day, whether it's half a mile, whether it's 30 miles. It doesn't matter to me. I just want to run. And I'm very proud of myself. I ordered um, the on running running shoes because I hear so many great things about those shoes. So I ordered a pair yesterday. They actually come today. So when you guys are listening to this episode, I will have had my shoes and be running a full week at this point, which is so exciting. Um, So yeah, I'm very excited and I'm very proud of myself. And I just want to tell you guys so that I can hold myself maybe a little more accountable when it comes to running. I'm very proud of myself. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine. And that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to Indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another thing I want to talk about before we really dive in again um, is Bridgerton. I just, I have to talk about it. So spoiler alert, if you haven't listened to Bridgerton or watched Bridgerton, just like skip ahead a little bit. So let's talk about it. So I started Bridgerton and I thought it was super boring. Like the first two episodes, well, the first episode I was intrigued. I didn't really understand like all the lingo, like the courting and like there's a lot of characters. So I watched it with the closed captionings on, which I think really, really helped me because it would say like Lady Featherington said this or like Daphne said this. And I, it probably would have taken me way longer to pick up the characters' names had I not had the closed captions on. So if you haven't watched yet or maybe you are watching, you're confused, put on the closed captions. It helps so much. Um, so I'm really glad that I had that. Like I didn't even know like Daphne's brother's names I only knew Anthony and she called him Anthony so I would have been calling him Anthony but it says Anthony anyway um that's how I learned everyone's names but the first episode I was intrigued but I didn't know all the terms like I didn't know what like courting was I didn't understand why like some people could like kiss and others couldn't like I didn't understand it um and then by the second episode I felt lost because I didn't understand it and then I was like okay I'm gonna watch another and then by the third, I got it. It all clicked and I was so hooked, so obsessed. And I think it's such a great show. I didn't like this. Is gonna People are going to hate me. I didn't like Gossip Girl that much. Okay. So here's the thing. I watch Gossip Girl. I enjoy it. I do, but I can never like, I've never finished it because I just get bored. Like it doesn't like grip me in. So when people compare Bridgerton to Gossip Girl I think the only reason that they do it is because of like Lady Whistletown and the Gossip Girl like this like you know like we don't know who this person is type of like gossip thing um which yeah maybe like that is the case but uh I don't know I and I guess I can see it with like the dating and like the wealth and all that sort of stuff but to me they're pretty different um but I really 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 enjoyed the series I really loved um, the race component. I know that there's like some disagreeing and like, there's like forums online about it. I personally never read it, but I heard people talk about another podcast. I was like, Oh, interesting. I really liked it because it just was like a really cool show where it says like race isn't a, a, it's not a component in this like realm of the universe of the 1800s. And I really enjoyed that. I thought it was super cool to see so many interracial couples and to see so many like uh, people of color and power and just have it be so casual. Like it wasn't like a huge like statement. It was just like how it is. And I thought that was really cool. I thought it was super, super well done. I loved how they did it. I'd love to see more shows like that. Um, I thought that was amazing. And I really enjoyed it. I love the two main characters. I think they're such a great couple. Um, I think I actually looked up to see if they were British, like in real life, because I couldn't really tell. Uh, they are, which is awesome. I don't know if I, I don't know what Simon's like real name is. For some reason, I couldn't picture him like actually being British. I thought he just like did it for the show. Um, I could see Daphne definitely being like, I think she looks very English. So like I could see her actually being like English and like British or whatever. Um, but Simon, I was like, is he actually, and he is, it's amazing. Um, so I loved it. I really think the show is just so well done. Um, I knew that I would like it. That's why I like kind of stuck through the first two episodes because it's Chandra rhymes and like, did I say her name right? I, I typically say it wrong because Chandra, Chandra. Anyway, I like her shows a lot because she does like Grey's Anatomy. She did scandal and I love those shows. So I knew that I would like this. Um, and I really, really did. So anyway, that's just my whole thing on Bridgerton. I think it's a great show. Definitely recommend it. I guess I didn't really give out any spoilers. Uh, I did, however, guess Lady Whistletown on the second episode, which I'm very proud of myself. Um, at first, I thought it was, well, I guess uh, I'm not going to say. Um, 
I thought it was someone else at first. And then my second guess was the right one. So I'm very proud of that. And I guess that in the second episode, but apparently if there's going to be like eight more seasons, you know, I'm seeing that rumor float around eight more seasons. I have no idea if it's true. Apparently if there are eight more seasons, I think that they're going to change who Lady Whistletown is just because it seems like they really like tidied everything up. Like every loose end had an ending. And I think for a dramatic season two, especially we know how Chandra is, how she writes, like you never know what's coming next. So I definitely think it's going to be a different Lady Whistletown. And I do have a couple questions. Like why would this person do that to like themselves, if you know what I mean? Um, But I don't know. That's just my theories on it and opinions. But anyway, I think it's a great show. I think you guys should definitely watch it if you have free time. Um, binge it on a Sunday. It's very addictive and I think you guys will love it. So today's topic that I want to dive into is about comparison and everything I'm saying I want you guys to take with a grain of salt and I also want you guys to remember that like I am honestly just a 22 year old girl that's like speaking my mind um but I think comparison is something that we do like all the time like I remember being in elementary school comparing like my outfits to the other girls in my class comparing like my hair length like oh does you know, is this person perceived prettier because her hair is longer, you know, just like all these things. And like, I even hear like my mom say things like, well, this person is my age and looks like that. And I don't look as good as that. So I think it's something that like, no matter where you are at in your life, that you can compare yourself to other people for different reasons, whether it's the way that they look or how they they choose to live their life or maybe their career path, if they're making more money than you, all these sorts of things. Um, that we compare other people to. And we feel as if our validation comes from the comparison of other people. If we're leveling up to others, are we doing what we are supposed to be doing? And let's take a very basic example that I think everybody can kind of understand. Um, so when you go to high school, you graduate. And typically, people then go to college. Um, In college, you typically graduate and then you get a job. Uh, When you get this job, typically, it's like an entry-level job and you kind of build your way up into a corporate company and um, you kind of get set. Like you get a starter salary. Maybe you're making $80,000 a year and then you get a raise and then it's 96000 and then you get a raise and then you're making six figures and it's all going great. You meet the love of your life. You guys date for two, two and a half years. You guys get engaged for about a year and a half. You get married. You get married for about eight months and you get pregnant and then you have a baby nine months later and suddenly your life is going perfectly according to plan and perfectly according to the way the society wants life to go. And I literally think I know like two couples that both of their lives are like that. It's on the straight and narrow path. And I think that's a great life for them. And I think it's so wonderful and must be so like secure and stable and steady. And of course, it's like a life that people want. But the majority of people don't have that life. And I'm not saying that that life is bad or that life is good and that your life, if you don't have that, is better or worse. All that I'm saying is people expect these certain steps from you in your life. And then for those of us that aren't meeting these steps, we compare our life to those that are. So for example, I'm 22 years old. And typically when people are 22 years old, they're just graduating college and they're going out to get a job. Now, I'll, I'd be lying if I said I didn't ever sit back sometimes and think, wow, like life would have been easier, so much easier if I just went to college, finished it, got a degree and then got a job where I didn't have to stress out about all these little things that I'm stressing out about. And I like look at these people that have those kind of lifestyles and have those jobs and have that story. And I envy it sometimes. And then there's other days where I'm like, I'm so glad I don't have to get up and go to a nine to five today. 
And that's just comparison. And I think a lot of times when people hear like, oh, you're comparing yourself to someone else, we assume that it's negative, right? Like we always think like, oh, this person is doing better than me and I'm falling behind. No, no, no. That's not at all what it means. I remember back in like maybe May or June, um, towards like the beginning of the pandemic, I was at the beach house with um, my friends and one of my friends just started crying on the couch and just broke down and we're like dude what what's going on like what's the matter like let's talk and she was just saying like I feel like I am so behind like I see so many people like doing all these things after college and I'm just not like I need another year my career path and my major that I chose is in shambles right now because of the pandemic like I don't know what I'm going to do I had this map I had this future mapped out and now I'm so lost. I feel so behind. But the only reason that she feels behind is because she's looking at people that have careers that weren't impacted by the pandemic. She's having people, she's looking at people that maybe had like they go into the family business and they make it seem like, oh, it's this like great easy thing when maybe it was honestly just handed to them. You know, we we look at other people's external that they put on Instagram, that they put on Facebook, or even just like walking around a college campus. I know I'm really honing in on like college and like a job after graduate uh, after you graduate, but I think a lot of people can relate to that, which is why I'm kind of just like honing in on it. I'll move on to other topics in a second. Um, but what I'm saying is we constantly compare our internal to everyone's external, right? So we see someone put together that's going to their job every single day, that wakes up, does yoga at 7 a.m., comes home, has a matcha latte every single day, then goes to their nine to five job and they crush it. They come home at 5 p.m. They have their Peloton class and then they walk their dog and then they have the salmon and rice and asparagus and they go to bed and do the same thing the next day. And we look at that and we're like, wow, like they have their shit together, but we don't know what they're going through. Like internally, you know, like they could be so backed up on college debt that they don't even know what to do. They could hate their job. They could hate their life. Like they could have so many negative things and they could have this battle that we know nothing about, but we see them on Instagram, on social media, or even just walking around and it looks like they have their life together. So we compare our internal, which our internal is, I feel behind. I feel like I'm lost. I feel like I should be somewhere that I'm not. We compare that to what others, to what we see of others on the external. And who knows how others perceive you? Like others could look at you and think, wow, they really have it together when really we're just figuring it out one step at a time. And I think that happens a lot with me. A lot of people that are friends with me or that reach out to me via DM always say like, you have it so together and I feel like I don't even know what I'm going to have for dinner tomorrow. Listen, me either. I have no idea what I'm going to have for dinner tomorrow. And honestly, I'm winging it uh, as much as I can. And I actually talked to my therapist about this because I was kind of freaking out. I was like, stride keeps getting shut down because of the pandemic. Oh God. Oh my God. That was my speaker that just turned off and it literally scared the absolute shit out of me. Oh my God. Sorry if you guys heard that. Anyway, I was like, stride keeps getting shut down in this pandemic. God forbid, what if it closes? And like, what am I going to do? Like, who am I without stride? And I had no idea. And then I started to panic. I was like, why did I drop out of college? Why did I do this? Why did I become an entrepreneur? Why did I want the unstable path of life? Why couldn't I have just been normal? Why couldn't I have, you know, all these sorts of things. And she's like, you need to calm down because what, what do you normally do with your life? And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, okay, well, you started YouTube when you were 14. Why? And I was like, cause I liked it. She was like, okay. And it gave you a career, right? I'm like, well, yeah. And she's like, all right, why did you start stride? I was like, cause I like spin. She goes, okay. And it gave you a career, right? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, did you ever plan on either of those two? And I was like, absolutely not. She was like, okay. So whatever happens in your next phase of life, it's going to come to you and knowing you and your track record, you're probably just going to make a career out of it. And I was like, okay, you're right. And I, and she is right. That gave me a lot of peace of mind, but what I'm circling back to is that people look at me, for example, and think, oh, she has it all figured out. I really don't. Um, I was 19 when I opened Stride. I have no idea how to be a boss. I'm still learning how to be a boss. You know, I'm learning things about being a boss that I like that I don't like. I'm learning things about my business that I love and that I don't love. I'm learning so much and I'm getting so much experience to just collect and collect and collect to make an even better life for myself from this point of stride and beyond. You know what I mean? Like in this point of my life and beyond. Um, 
So no, I don't have it all figured out. I don't know what next year is going to look like. I don't know what six months six months is going to look like. I have no idea what five years is going to look like. I have absolutely no idea. But I do know how I want my life to be in the sense of how I want to be happy, of how, you know, do I want to be married? Where do I want to be living? How do I want to be living? All these sorts of things that I can answer. But when it comes to like, what does my career entail? I have no idea. Um, I hope it's something that I love and something that I'm passionate about. But how am I to know? You know what I mean? So it's so easy to compare. It's so, so easy to compare. And all that I want you to get at from the very basic intro of this is that you need to stop comparing your internal to other people's externals. For everyone is literally going through a battle that we know nothing about. Everyone has a story that we know nothing about. Uh, if you want to lose weight, for example, and you see some other girl that's losing weight like you wouldn't even believe, who who's to say that like she's even happy losing weight? Who's to say that she wants to be losing weight? Who's to say that she's doing it healthy? Who's to say that she's not suffering? Like, I'm not trying to discredit anyone's, you know, success or uh, accomplishments in their life. But all that I am saying is that you never know the true backstory and your life right now is exactly where it's supposed to be. Something that's brought a lot of peace to my life is the whole concept of the universe being ready for you just as much as you're ready for it. Let me give you guys a very outlandish example here, but maybe you'll know what I mean when I say the universe comes when you are ready for it and when it thinks that you're ready to handle everything that it's throwing at you. So I've been talking about this a lot with my mom because um, there's a really big lottery going on right now. And, you know, every a couple times a year, the lottery gets really, really big. And I think right now it's at like what, like 500 million or something. Obviously, my family's never won the lottery, um, but my mom loves the lottery and my dad loves the lottery. And they're like, oh, my God, let's play. It'll be fun. Whatever. I think I've bought like one lottery ticket. It's not my thing, but like my parents love it and I helped manifest it for them. Uh, clearly has not yet worked. And the reason is because we're not ready for it. We are not ready for the money of that the lottery would give us. We're not ready for that. We're not ready for the responsibility of it. We're not ready for what comes with it. We're not ready for the lottery. And I think the drawing is like tonight when I'm recording this on Thursday. I really don't know. But um, there was another drawing on Monday, maybe. No one won. And then the prize was bigger. And I was like, Mom, see? That's why we didn't win because the universe didn't want to give it to us because they knew more money was coming. Like, I know this is a really crazy example, but what I'm saying is that the universe only throws things at you when it's ready for you and when you're ready for it. Everything that's happening to you is actually happening for you. I can give you an example that actually just got settled yesterday. Um, there was something that was really, really stressing me out when it, um, and it came to one of my businesses. Um, it was really stressing me out. It was a situation that I was literally losing sleep over. I was very stressed out. I was nervous and it was a feeling that I've never really felt before in my business because it's always been these little things that we are able to fix, talk through, whatever it might have been. There's always been like little things, but this was a big thing. And, um, it was definitely something that you hear happening to businesses. And I was like, okay, well this is, I'm literally losing sleep over this and it's really stressing me out. Um, and yesterday, thank God, it all got resolved. And I'm not kidding. Like the weight of the world is lifted off my shoulders. But the whole time I was pissed off at the world that this was happening. I was like, why is this happening to me? Why now in the middle of it? Like all these sorts of things. I could, it's always, woe is me. Why me? Why me? But seriously, I was like, why? Why? Why is this happening? Like I, I was just, I was very upset. Anyway, yesterday got resolved. And as soon as it got resolved, I was able to kind of look back and reflect and be like, okay, as awful as that was, I am so grateful that that did happen to me because I was ready to handle it. Even though I didn't feel ready in the moment, I was ready to handle it. And six months ago, had this been dealt to me, I would not have been ready to handle it then, but I'm ready to handle it now. And <clears throat> sorry, it wasn't happening to me. It was happening for me. I learned so much from this little bump in the road that at the moment felt like a mountain, but it was actually just a molehill. So everything that's happening in your life is happening right now because you're ready for it. So if you're constantly comparing yourself to somebody else, that's not fair for you because their life path is ready for the job. It's ready for the relationship. It's ready for the body that you want. It's ready for all these sorts of things for their life, but you're not there yet. 
And we're all in our different seasons of life and the universe has a plan for us. So we can't be going on looking at other people's plans of the universe and comparing our plan to our plan because theirs is written in the stars and yours is written in the stars and they can't intertwine because this is how you are meant to live your life today and tomorrow and next month and next year. You can take um, relief in knowing that your life is working exactly the way it's supposed to. I'll give you an example. When I was applying for colleges, for some reason, I really, really wanted to go to Penn State. I don't really know why, but I did. I didn't get into Penn State and I was devastated. I was completely devastated. I was like, how didn't I get into this college? I mean, obviously I know why I didn't get in. I had awful SAT scores, awful ACT scores and uh, awful GPA. Like no wonder, like YouTube wasn't going to get me into college, whatever. Um, so I was like, I don't understand how I didn't get in. I was comparing myself to all the girls that did get in. And I was like, uh, like, wh- why could they get in? And I, I was pissed. I was so upset. And I just started comparing myself on and on and on about, you know, why could they get in? Wh- what was wrong with me? And what was better about them? All these sorts of things going down a going down a rabbit hole. Well, fast forward four years, and I could not be happier that I did not go to Penn State. Like I could not be happier that I didn't go. And in addition, I couldn't be happier that I actually didn't go to college at all. Because I know this is going to sound maybe selfish to say, but had I put myself through four years of college just for a pandemic to hit and not have a graduation, I'm sure like a lot of you guys, I would have been pissed, pissed. And I'm sure you guys are as well. Obviously, thank God that we're all okay during the pandemic. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I would have been very upset that I missed a graduation. And um, I don't think that's like selfish to say. I think a lot of people can agree with me on that. Um, But all I'm saying is like, thank God I didn't go to college. And like, thank God everything literally worked out exactly the way it was supposed to, because that was my life path that was written in the stars for me. So I could come on here and tell you guys like the basic steps of like how to get rid of comparison, you know, like don't go on Instagram, like don't look at the girls that will make you feel lesser of yourself. Don't look at your ex's new girlfriend. Don't look at your ex's ex. Don't look at your current boyfriend's ex girl, like all these sorts of things that I could tell you. But honestly and truly, the tip that makes me feel at peace with who I am, every single part about me and exactly where I am in my life on my life path, whether it's conventional or unconventional, is that the universe has a plan for me and that I, every single day, am perfectly following that plan. Even on the days that are the absolute worst, even on the days that are so shitty, awful, I want to cry, I want to scream, I want to get back into bed, Those are the days that I'm supposed to have. I'm supposed to feel those emotions. I'm supposed to have those awful days because those awful days give me the feeling of even higher days when I'm so happy, when everything is going great. I appreciate it even more on the worst days. And having these super highs of these amazing days where I'm just over the moon happy remind me in my dark days, like, okay, remember you can be happy. Like, do you remember what it feels like to be this happy? So just knowing that every single day, every single person, every single breakup, every single heartbreak, every single friendship, every single job, opportunity, confrontation, meet, um, anything good, bad, positive, whatever it might be in my life that has occurred was literally written in the stars and meant to happen in my life because I have a path and I'm literally just like honoring this path that I'm supposed to be on. And on the days where I feel like I don't have anything together makes me appreciate the days that I feel like I have it all together. And I need the good. I need the bad. I need the balance. And life gets easier when I let go. And there's a phrase, I've said it before on this podcast, and I absolutely love it. And it brings so much peace to my heart and so much anxiety off of my plate. And the phrase is, by letting go, it all gets done. And that's so true. By letting go of fear, by letting go of anticipation, by letting go of overthinking everything that needs to get done will, because it's simply 
has to. It has to get done. This big thing that I was talking about, it had to be settled. So me stressing about it, honestly, just caused more panic in my life. Me thinking, are other businesses going through that? Doesn't matter because my business was going through something so that I could learn from it. That was written in my stars, in my business's stars as a part of my life to make sure that I grow as an individual so that I grow as a leader, as a boss, as a businesswoman, so I can have conversations that otherwise I would stress cry during all these sorts of things. I was meant to go through this and that was written in the stars. It doesn't matter if any other businesses have gone through this or not, because that wasn't written in their stars. It had to happen to me at the time that I was ready for it. And at the time that the universe was ready to present, to present it to me. And I find gratitude in that. And I'm thankful for that. And I find so much peace in that. Um, You know, even just being alive is such an amazing phenomenon and it's something so amazing that we're able to just exist. You know, right now in this current time frame, I was talking the other day and I was like, I'm so glad even with everything going on, I'm so glad that I'm alive right now and that I wasn't alive when I had to, you know, I was thinking of Bridgerton and I'm like, I'm so glad that I wasn't alive when, you know, you could be courted off to a random man who maybe didn't love me and I just had to like make a family with this man or even, you know, take it back farther. I'm so lucky that I wasn't alive when we had to like build roads. Like I don't want to get my hands dirty and like build a road. I don't want to do that stuff. Like I'm so grateful that like we have cars and like we have like these phones and like we have like all whatever we need is literally at our fingertips. Like I can order something on Amazon, anything in the world and it's at my doorstep the next day. Like that's crazy. And like it's crazy that we're alive during this. And your life is such a gift and I don't want you to spend another second of it comparing your life to someone else's because guess what? Your life is yours for a reason. You were meant to have this life. You are meant to be in this body that you're in. You are meant to think these thoughts that are running through your head. You're meant to be involved with the people in your life because whether they're here for a reason, whether they're here for a season, if they're leaving, if they're staying, if they're coming, if they're going, if it's a revolving door, whatever it might be, these people are meant to be in your life and I think that is so valuable valuable and the lessons that you learn from people and the values that you take on from other people and the person that you evolve into based on who you're surrounding yourself with it's also very special and it's written in the stars for you this is what your life is destined to be so if you're just sitting here comparing your career to someone else's, comparing your looks to someone else's, comparing your weight to someone else's, comparing your boyfriend to someone else's whatever it might be it's never it's not going to change anything because you don't need to be anyone else other than yourself. And like, you know, there's that really like corny, cliche, cheesy line where it's like, everyone else is taken. So just be yourself. But it's really, really true. Like as corny as it is, everyone is so uniquely them. And you are here in this world because the world needs you. The world needs your voice. We need your thoughts. We know we need your energy. We need your livelihood. We need what you have for this earth. And you know, it, it's easy to get caught up in like, well, what is my purpose? I, I, I don't know. Maybe the, pres- the universe will present your purpose when you're ready to understand it. And if you feel like you don't know what it is yet, it's because you're not ready yet. And the universe isn't ready to give it to you yet. And you can take, you know, you can take um, relief in knowing that, that if you don't know it yet, you haven't hit it yet. So what you just need to be doing is living. You need to try out experiences. You need to say yes to more things. You need to start living. That's your purpose right now is to live and to embrace and to just be a part of this beautiful life and to just be so lively and just so wonderful and soak up every single experience without the fear of comparison, without the fear that you're not following what society wants you to do. Who cares? Who cares? And, you know, you fall down a hundred times, you stand up 101. Honestly, like this is your life and it's no one else's to judge. If people don't approve of what you're doing, get new friends. If your family thinks that what you're doing is off the walls, show them that this is the life for you and that it's destined written in the stars. I'm going on a rant now, but I, like I said, I could sit here and tell you guys, like, don't go on Instagram, blah, blah. But truly, I want you to find comfort in the fact that the universe is always, always working for you, 
never against you. It's working for you. Every single hardship, whenever it is, woe is me. Why is this happening? It's it's working for you. And you have to remember that. It's hard. It's really hard to remember that in your darkest of days. But it doesn't last forever. And you're going to be a better person afterwards because of it. I believe in every single one of you. I believe in your purpose of life. I believe in your path. Even if it's unconventional and no one else believes in you, just know that I wholeheartedly believe in you. And I know that whatever you want to accomplish in your life, you absolutely will when your season aligns with the universe. And you can take so much comfort in knowing that. And you can take so much anxiety off your plate knowing that your life has already been mapped out for you. And every single day, you're literally honoring that map. Even when you're deciding between like going left or right, going up or down, going where, like any, any decision, rock, paper, scissor in the game of rock, like any decision, just know that like whatever you pick was the right answer. Always, always, because that's going to lead you down a path of either the path of, you know, the quick and narrow or the path of like, okay, now you have to learn something from this because it didn't work out. No matter what, you are always on your right path. No regrets. We don't look back and think, oh, I shouldn't have done this. No, no, no. That had to happen because you had to learn from it. You had to see people for their true colors. You had to get to where you are now because of your past, because of what you chose in your you know, a couple of years ago, a couple of months ago, maybe a couple minutes ago. This was literally meant for you to happen. And you can take comfort in knowing that. So I hope that kind of takes any pressure off of like comparison of other people. I know it's so easy to. I also know this podcast was like also all over the place. Um, I literally tried to like type this out. But as soon as I was typing it out and doing like little notes for myself, I was like, no, I just need to like speak. Um, I'm also super hyped up on coffee. So I'm not really sure. I hope this made sense, but to me it made sense um, and hopefully to you guys make sense as well. So I love you guys. Please just know that the universe has a plan for you. It always has a path for you and um, by letting go, it all gets done. So I love you guys so very much. I hope you have a wonderful Monday. Make this absolute best day of your life because you deserve to have the best day of your life and have a wonderful week. I'll be back here next Monday. 